about to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. Father, I thank you for everyone in this place, that their minds, hearts, ears are open in Jesus' name, that they receive exactly what they need to receive today, Father. I thank you that the word will not fall on stony ground, but Father, will fall on fertilized ground. I thank you, Lord, that you will grow this word in Jesus' name. I thank you that everyone in here will not leave out of here the same, but Father, will go up to another level in you. We worship you, Lord. We thank you for today in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Phone's off. For the fifth time, phone off. Listen, <laughs> y'all know me, okay? Let's do this. Thank you, Father. So, as as when when PT asked me to um, preach today, I really don't. I hear the Lord. I get downloads all the time, but I don't get it to what He wants to like a few days prior to when I'm supposed to give it, because I just want the words. And I'm like, Lord, I want the words so fresh. So you know, you start getting stuff. And you're like, okay, that's what you want me to preach. And then like two days before, it's something different. But as I missed last week, because um, my daughters and I went away for Mother's Day to St. Augustine, had a great time. The ladies did great, by the way, Becky, Barbara, and Heather. I, oh, there's Barbara. I'm like, I see Barbara, and I see Heather. Yeah. But they did a great job. So as I was there, I was like, um, I have this thing about cups. And my daughter was like, Mommy, look over there. So I see this cup, and I grab it, because people who know me know I love butterflies and lions, right? So I love the Lion King. You see my lion, right? And as I get the cup, the Lord hit me and says, remember who you are. And I'm like, that's it. And that's one thing he wants me to remind you all today is remember who you are. And if you know the story about Lion King, how the father was into the son and the son didn't know that. The son didn't know the identity of his father. But when he realized, you know who I am? I'm Mustafa's son. I'm the king of the pride. I got to go back and take back my lands, all of it from the hyenas, from the illegitimate people who are in power. Because I know who I am. Remember who you are. <laughs> Another thing he said to tell the people is to stay on course. I don't mean no golf course. <laughs> stay on course of what he has said. Don't be entangled with the false prophet. Don't be entangled with the false prophet of fear who's going to try to tell you you're running out of gas. You ain't got no toilet paper. You ain't got no food. Depend on us, the government. Don't get entangled with that false prophet because Jesus said he got the government on his shoulders. The government of the U.S. is not my provider, my sustainer, my lover of my soul, not, not the one that gave life and breath into me, but him. I'm not going to line myself up, and you're not either, with the Antichrist narrative. You're not going to continue to go. You're not going to sit there and go, well, I'm going to be nice, because if, if someone is feeling that they're a man and they're really a woman, I'm going to be nice because the love of the Father. No, the love of the Father is going to correct them and say, look, that's not right, because you know what? There's two sexes. There's not more than that. I don't care what you feel. I can tell you today, I feel white. <laughs> Do I look white? This is how, that's what I'm saying, how silly it sounds. Well, I feel like I'm a man. No, honey, you're not a man. You're a woman. Stop it. 
Listen, I, I, I'm a mother. I'm a woman. Don't sit there and tell me I birthed these two girls. I'm a birthing person. I'm a mother. And you're not going to change that from me. Ever. They're not birthing people. I don't care what you try to name it. What title you put on top of it. God called me a mother. And I'm sticking with what he called me. Don't tell me I have a choice of either. Come on, y'all. Don't tell me I have a choice of either wearing a mask or getting vaccinated because that's my choice. Listen, I'm all for you do what you have to do to make yourself feel safe. You do you. There's no judgment on that. That's the choice. That's the freedom in Jesus. But don't tell me that I have to have a choice and that's going to be either or because you know what? I'm already vaccinated, baby, with the blood of Jesus. Can't get no better vaccination than that. I got his blood running through my veins. When stuff try to come near my dwelling, it's not going to even hurt me. Let me remind you, you're not a casual Christian, as I heard someone say, because casual Christians going to be casualties. <laughs> <laughs> Any casual Christians in the building? Thank you, Jesus, because you're about to get delivered. Let me tell you, you're getting delivered. Y'all not casual up in here, not in TCVC. You're not an occasional believer up in TCVC. You a kingdom believer. You declare the voice of God. You declare his word with power and boldness and righteousness. You don't back down. Come on. We're, we're, we're kingdom believers who attend what? Treasure Coast Victory Center. It ain't Treasure Coast Stay in Your Comfort Zone Center. It ain't Treasure Coast I May Believe Some of the Bible Some of the Time Center. It ain't Treasure Coast Victory Center where this word right here I'm going to take, but that one I'm not going to take center. It ain't Treasure Coast Broke Center. We are Treasure Coast Victory Center. We ain't your average church and you ain't an average believer. You attend a supernatural church. You're a supernatural believer. You better believe it because in this church, demons flee. You can't stay the same. You won't stay the same. Families are restored. People are delivered. You might have came in with an addiction, but before you leave, you're delivered. It's gone. You might have came in with some mess, but you're going to be delivered. It's gone. You're going to take off your diaper. You're delivered. It's gone. Come on. Love grows here. Truth grows here. We don't quench the Holy Spirit up in here. Or you don't need to come here. Because let me tell you what the word the Lord got for me to, for you today is not for the faint at heart. It ain't for the And I'm going to tell you, if you're getting upset, you know how it's, Lord, you got to get delivered. That's the demon that's getting mad because this is just truth. I'm not going to give you my opinion. I'm only going to give you the word. If you want to stay complacent, you might be mad today. If you want to stay in the same stuff you've been standing, you might be mad today. But don't direct it at me. I want to talk to those who want to walk and walk in the kingdom all the time. I want to talk to those who don't go by natural circumstances or situations. I want to talk to those who know that the supernatural always overrides the natural. I want to talk to those who believe the word of God despite how it looks. I want to talk to those who know how to speak to the atmosphere so that it changes and who can worship until it changes. Any kingdom believers in the building? Because today we ain't doing no more talking to talk. We're going 
walk the walk. I just don't preach this thing. I live this thing. When I tell you how God has taken me and delivered me and my family in so many areas, I can't do anything but thank him and praise him. I can't thank him enough. He don't have to do anything else, but he continues to do things because he's my daddy. He's always taking care of us. He's always provided for me. He's always, when the sickness tries to come near us, he gets it out of our way because we know how to speak the word and we don't give up. I continue to stand on the word even if my headache still stands. I continue to stand on the word even when the situation didn't change. I don't care if your children look a certain way, you keep speaking a word over them despite how they look. I had a sister calling me now with my, her husband and da, 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 and I said, when he says something, she go, thank you, my prophet husband. Even though he's being a certain way, thank you, prophet. <laughs> Just start declaring over them when they're acting crazy. You're so anointed. You are so anointed. They could be yelling and cursing you. You're so anointed. Man of God, woman of God. Come on. I didn't get to a verse yet. Mark. That's just the intro. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so excited. Thank you, Jesus. That's just the intro. That's why I love my pastor, man. I seen your pastor just be like, Tosh, just go ahead and preach. I'm like, thank you. Thank you for the liberty. I love him so much. Man, he's helped me so much in everything. I mean, when I first came here, yeah, I thought I knew the word. I didn't know nothing. And you thinking like, I've been saved for 10 years. <laughs> I'm anointed. I, no, honey, you don't even know the word. You get here, get the word. It's just so different. We may be small, but like I said earlier, getting only need a small army of those who know how to go and preach the gospel. You preach them yourself, and then you get the people saved. Then you bring them here. You don't got to bring them here to get saved. Pastor, talk, please talk to Pastor Tom. And all. No, you. Let them talk to you. Mark 16. Right, mom and dad, right? <laughs> Mark 16. See, they know me. They remember when I first came here. I would never have thought I would preach. Preach what? What is preaching? Now I'm like, what? Tell me I can't. I, I, what? I preach right now without this mic. I throw it down to the ground and just start preaching. Mark 16. We're going to start at verse 15. You've heard this before. But God keeps saying, remember who you are. Remember who you are. Stay the course. Remember who you are. Mark 16, verse 15. I'm going to go from the Amplified, okay? And he said to them, go into all the world and preach and publish openly the good news, the gospel to every creature of the whole human race. He who believes, who adheres to and trusts in and relies on the gospel and him who it sets forth as it is as, and is baptized will be saved from the penalty of eternal death. But he who does not believe, who does not adhere to and trust in and rely on the gospel and him whom it sets forth will be condemned. And these attesting signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new languages. They will pick up serpents. And even if they drink anything deadly, it will not hurt them. They will lay hand, their hands on the sick and they will get well. So then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven and he sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere while the Lord kept working with them and confirming the message by their testing signs and miracles that closely accompanied it. Amen. God is saying, go and preach. And he's not talking about the preach the gospel of other churches. Because we know many of them still ain't open. And then if they do open, they take in temperatures. 
I'm going to go to the video. If you are going to a church that takes temperatures, run. That means nobody hot in that church. Like nobody can pray the disease out. Let me take your temperature. No, you need to come in hot on fire with the word of glory of God. And checking your temperature. Go and preach the gospel of the kingdom. Don't go and preach the evolving gospel. That's another one they say. Don't you think the gospel evolved? Because there's many people who are like homosexual or transvestite. And I'm sure Jesus evolved. From what I read, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Forever. I, 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 I don't think he said Jesus the same yesterday, today, and evolving. Did the word stay the same? It's not changing because the world is changing to be more demonic. We still have the power of God to deliver people. Don't, we're not listening to this evolving stuff. No, it is what it is. The Bible says it. I can't change it, and I'm not going to change it for you. Because when you go and preach the gospel of the kingdom, then that's when demons come out. They ain't coming out because you're doing the evolving gospel. It's the gospel of the kingdom. When you preach the kingdom, demons have to lose their grip. When you preach the kingdom, deliverance has to break out. Because he said it. Signs follows them that attest to this. I am one that believe every time I get up and give a word that signs follow every time. You need to be walking in his power and walking in his deliverance and walking in his glory. Because verse 17 says, I'm going to go to um, the King James. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the, let me go rewind. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. When is the last time you guys personally cast out a devil out of somebody? As a believer. Ask yourself that. I'm not condemning you. I'm just making you think that this is what he says we have to do. It's not a deliverance ministry. It's not only certain people that have that anointing. No, God is saying it's you. So when is the last time you've cast out a demon? When is the last time you as a believer bound and loosed anything? Y'all ain't hearing me. Oh, but I'm sorry. Maybe you're too busy because you got your own stuff going on in your life. I got my own things going on in my life. I ain't got time. You, you, need, uh, you got a demon. Well, keep your demon because I got my own stuff to deal with over here. No, God is calling you to cast out devils. He's calling you to speak in new tongues. He's calling you to lay hands on the sick. Even if they pass. Okay, on to the next one. We pray and believe and trust God, but I'm going to the next one. I got to lay hands on you because that's what he says. He says that. You've been given power and authority, man. If we all really understood that, how much God loves us, and he gave us power and authority, we wouldn't be worried about anything. You have power and authority to to cancel disputes between people. You have the power and authority to deal with issues in people's lives. You have the hope that they need. You have the ability. He's given you the ability to do everything that he's called you to do. You already have the ability. So now what is the excuse? you got to use that authority and power to pray. Pray for America. Pray that that illegitimate administration move on and get up out of there. Come on. Fast. Pray that all that stuff that they're trying to do is going to be reversed in Jesus' name. It can't stay this way. This is America. God has called America the land of the free. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. 
pray that stuff continue to be exposed and dealt with, that justice prevails. Pray that the revi- for the revival that's hitting the land that's going to change so many people's lives and pray how you're going to be used in that. Pray that the scales be removed from people's eyes. Come on, that common sense will return. Come on. People are lost. Common sense. Just, can you just get common sense so that we can pray in you the wisdom of God? Because you ain't even got the basic common sense. I can't even pray the wisdom of God. I can't even say you got the mind of Christ. Because you ain't got no common sense. Putting gas in plastic bags. What is that? Listen. Go ahead and put some gas in plastic bag in front of me. I'm going to poke that bag and let you leak gas. People, this is the common sense I'm talking about. Like, where did it go? Continue to pray for the prophets that have been so attacked. They want to so silence the voice of the prophetic. And why? Because God won't do anything until he first revealed it to his prophets. And if he can get the prophets to shut up and not say anything or declare the word of God, then ain't nothing going to happen. Well, we're going to hit on that. Huh. You know, prophets are sitting there being quiet or they want to apologize when they got it wrong. And when you have that spirit of fear saying you got it wrong, then you won't want to speak for the Lord again. Because you feel so condemned because you know who's doing it. The people of God are the ones on them saying you got it wrong. You need to repent. You need to apologize. You missed it. You did this. I'll tell you right now, you ain't going to ever hear me apologize to you by anything the word has given me to say to you. Ever. I, I declare I speak for him. That's it. Period. I'm not going to apologize. But let me tell you, the good news is that we do have many of us in here who are going to continue to stand and pray and believe the word of God. We're going to have many of us going to continue to speak forth the word of God. There are still prophets that are standing, still standing. They're staying the course. They're still declaring what God has said because he ain't going to do anything unless he reveal it first to his prophets. And I tell you, when we have to, if he's saying lay hands on the sick, we take our hands. There's a touch point of God that we have to lay hands on. Yes, I know we pray for the sick, and that's great. And I know God's anointing and word doesn't have distance. When my dad was going through things as far as cancer, I couldn't get to Georgia all the time to lay hands on him. But I knew the authority I had in me that I was going to speak forth that word, and it was going to hit Georgia in that house that they addressed and go directly to my dad's body. And that's what happened. Thank you, Jesus. It was two years ago. He's still here. It shrunk. He won the bell. I don't know what that means exactly. But thank you, Lord. He, he, he's good. I'd have to lay hands on him. So I'm not saying that. But there's something in laying hands. That's why God says it. There's something and there's impartation that happens. That's why when we pray and lay hands, we get drawn because we have our, 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 the power in us gets drained out to you. So that's where we're like tired. But it's, it's, it's amazing. We love it. But that's what it is. I used to hear Joyce Meyer and people say that, like, oh, I'm, so, I'm, I'm kind of tired after, after ministering, but now I get it because you're so full, but then you let it all out. you got to refill. we got to stay refilled so we can keep giving out and keep giving out and keep giving out. Let me tell you, because when people encounter you, they should encounter God. They may not know what it is, but they're like, something's different. Ain't that right, Kelly? Something's different. They, if, if they're used to it, like, it sounds like energy. I think it's energy. They don't know yet, but that's God. I've never seen how you look different before. It's God, but you don't want to be all religious. Let me tell you, it's Lord Jesus Christ. But I got that, 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 that. Don't start doing all that because they'll run away. <laughs> then they don't want what you have because <laughs> you're crazy. 
Oh my goodness, I'm a mess. Where are we, Jesus? Where are we, Jesus? Verse 20, I'm going to read that again. And they went forth and preached everywhere, and the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Jesus just needs you to speak forth the word. He needs you to be his hands and his feet, his mouthpiece. And he's going to confirm the the word with signs, wonders, and miracles. He said it. And instead, he said it. It's going to happen. You've got to be a demonstrator of God's glory. Say, I'm a demonstrator. You sure are. Let's go to John 7. I thank God that I'm able to read this without glasses. And the reason I say this is because I went to the eye doctor and she said I have 20-20 vision, which of course I'm like, I know that. I already know. But then she told me to read the reader's thing. <laughs> I'm telling myself. I'm reading the thing and I'm like, A. E, D, she's like, mm, those are numbers. Oh, four, four, eight, right? <laughs> she's like, yeah, you need readers. I'm like, yeah, the devil is lying. Okay, yeah, yes, yes. But I, I was trying hard. I was like, hey, she was like, those are numbers. I'm like, well, I think in Jesus' name, they numbers, they let us. <laughs> Lay hands on in Jesus' name. Okay, I'm just, all right, let me focus. Let me stay in the spirit, right? John 7, 37. Uh, Now on the final and most important day of the feast, Jesus stood and he cried in a loud voice. If any man is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Everyone got that? John 37, okay. 38, he who believes in me, who cleaves to and trusts in and relies on me, as the scripture has said, from his innermost being shall flow continuously springs and rivers of living water. Man, there's a, a roaring river on the inside of you. Each and every one of you as a believer, there is a river. Thank you, Lord. And you can't allow anything to dilute your river. And I mean, that's what drama, that's what chaos certain people can't let them dilute your river let me tell you people try to put dirt and debris in your river and I tell you you can't allow them to if they don't want what you have your peace your joy your love you just take your river elsewhere because God says that he told the disciples when they went to people's homes give them peace they don't want it you take your peace back and you go and that's what I feel if you don't want this river that I have then it's not my problem and you know I'm not going to allow your excuses or your foolishness to try to come over into my river or your lies or what you're trying to say or spew on me because I'm trying to give you something that can change your life you got it I'm going to go I'm going to just go and good luck with your chaotic life good luck with how you're living because I'm going to go and take my river over somebody who want a drink who want a refreshing drink Look, it's okay. You ain't got to be everyone's savior. You ain't got to be able to sit and pray to everybody. They don't want your prayers. One thing I always say, I can't do deliverance on you unless you want to be delivered, unless you know you got something going on. You ain't going to make me fight for you for 10 hours, then you go off and get all the demons seven times worse. You kidding me? If you ready, I'm here. If you want to sit there and keep playing with the devil and being comfortable with your demons, then that's on you. You're not going to bring that over on me. But that's what people want to do. Move on, man. Don't absorb another person's perspectives of you as truth. Because the word of God is true. What the word says about you is truth, not what anyone else says. A long time ago, I had a friend of mine who told me I wasn't called to preach. Good friend. Love her. 
love her so much. But if I would have listened to what she said, I wouldn't be up here here today. So you can't allow someone else's perspective of you tell you who that's what you're supposed to be when God has told you the truth's perspective. And a lot of times people will portray their low opinion of themselves onto you. And that's when you got to go, mm-mm, you telling me I can't preach. Okay. You got to see it. You got to see the motives behind what someone's telling you. And don't take constructive criticism from someone who ain't constructed anything. Because they do that. Ain't never step, ain't never put together a ministry thing, ain't never led anything, but gonna tell you how to lead it. Don't even read the word at all, but gonna tell you. I know the Bible says something like that in there. You know what? Please don't give me your constructive criticism. I'm good. <laughs> That's what you see. Look at them. I'm good. Jesus. Stay in your river, man. You got to stay in your river because these people will try to take you out. And if you in your river, get out the shallow end, people of God. You can't stay in the shallow end of your river. You got to go in deep. Go underneath the water. For me, I get my hair wet. Yeah, everybody know how I feel about my hair, but honey, I'm going deep in the river. When I go deep, come out my hair curly. It doesn't look like this. <laughs> but man, but when it comes to the Lord, I'm going deep. I come up curly. It's okay. I've been with him. And I'm so glad. But I tell you that we got to be so submitted to God. We have to be so submitted and, see, and spending time with him in our secret place. Enough of you coming to church and saying, I did great. I had a great worship time and a great word. And then you got to wait the whole next week to do. You have a responsibility to stay in a secret place. You have a responsibility to stay wet. You have a responsibility to stay filled up so you can also fill other people up. That is not on PT. That is not on me. That is not on Ben. And the same for your children. It is up to you to make sure your children are filled up with the word of God. It is up to you for your children to know when the spirit of God moving. They're not scared of it. You have to show them. If kids can do all kinds of stuff, they're so grown these days. Eight-year-olds act like they're 20. They're so grown. If they that grown, then let them be grown and lay hands on the sick. They that grown, let them be able to be speak prophecy into your life. If they that grown, let them give you the word and go, Mommy, I think this is what's going on. They okay. God, kids can do it. There's some of the innocent ones, and they so they hear God so clear that let them lay hands on you. But we need to teach them at a yay age. Because the last time we had some of the kids come in, some of them were kind of scared with what was going on up here. And I said, mm, we, we got to change that. Kids need to know, this is the, this is the spirit of God. I want to be here. Yes, pastor, lay hands on me. They need to know it, but we have to teach them that. Just like we got to teach us when something's going on up here, I'm just going to say it. When something's going on and we are laying hands, and I've seen it so many times up in here in TCVC, is that we start talking. Look, you came up here, you got yours. You get up, you walk away, you talk. But what about your sisters and brothers who still up here? You need to be praying for them, that they receive too, that they hear from God too. But when you sit and you start talking, get, 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 take that outside. Because what, what God's trying to do up in here, he needs to keep it. We need to keep the atmosphere set. And I'm sitting up here praying. I'm like, I can't even say anything. I, I just see people. You know. But we got to be mindful of that. We get ours and we get selfish. Oh, I'm blessed. I got up. I came up. Thank you, Lord. And you walk. Hey, girl, how you doing? No. Pray for your sister and brother. If you still feel and you stay right there, you pray that they receive. You pray that they get delivered. You pray that they hear from God. Come on, Jesus. Because I tell you, when I, when I see things in what 
people are going to emulate what they see, right? So I say this, if you see, if you see Jesus, King Jesus as a warrior, you are going to emulate the warrior. But if you see King Jesus as a five pound baby boy, still wrapped up in swaddling clothing, drinking milk out of a bottle, (laughs) then that's who you're going to be. A little baby still drinking out of the bottle with some milk. Look, I work in dental. You can't have a baby drinking the bottle too long and mess their teeth up. <laughs> so who are you emulating? Are you emulating King Jesus the warrior or King Jesus the baby? Because he's a grown man. He's sitting on the right hand of the father. He ain't no baby. So if any baby's up in here, change your mindset. Because he's King Jesus. Lord of Lords. That's who he is. Thank God he ain't a baby anymore. Thank you, Lord, that he's strong and valiant in battle. Thank you, Jesus, that he even gave us weaponry. Hallelujah. He gave us weaponry, people of God. And let me tell you, it ain't pom-poms and ballet shoes, honey. He gave us spiritual weapons to assault the gates of hell. You hear me? We're battle beings, people of God. You're a battle being. I got to remind you who you are. Some of you may feel like, no, I'm, I'm a little hurt. No, you're a battle being. You may be tired in battle, but you keep going. Yeah. You need some prayers? Hey, pray for me. I'm a little tired, but I'm battling. Hey, we got you. And then you can strengthen yourself in the Lord, and you get back up and put your belt of truth on and put your armor on, and you pull your sword out, and you go to battle. Don't wear somebody else's armory. Don't pick up somebody else's weapon. You do what God is calling you to do, each of you to do, to get yourself out of situations and deal with circumstances. Let me tell you, as a five-fold minister, it's not my responsibility to get the enemy out of your life. As a five-fold minister, I am not here to entertain you. As five-fold ministers, we're here to equip you to do it. It ain't PTs. I had someone call up and text me and say, can you have your pastor pray? No, you pray. And then I'm going to pray. But you can pray. Jeez, the same access I have, you have. The same anointing I have, you have. The same power I have, you have. Might be different assignments. Might be different levels. But it's the same Holy Ghost that I have that you have. That you can go on and talk to that I can talk to. You're not going to continue to just show up on Sunday and do nothing with the hope of glory on the inside of you. You got a mighty river flowing that can change destiny around you. You can't just come and sit and hold a seat hostage and warm anymore. Every time you come up in church, you should be expecting the move of God. Every time you come up in here, you should be in expectancy. Every time you come in, you should go, what am I going to do, Lord? What do you have for me to do? Who am I praying for? Who am I casting the devil out? Who am I laying hands on? That's your responsibility. Every time you come, you should be in expectancy. Don't get quiet on me. Every time you come in this place, you should be expecting a move of God to flow because people need it. Hey, stop looking at me like that. I'm telling you, this is you. If you had a bad day, let it stop at the door. Go, you know, no, I'm devil, not any longer. You just took my yesterday. I'm going to give it today. I'm going to give it a thousand percent because I know what I have. Somebody needs this. I know what I have. Somebody needs me to cast it out. I know what I need. Somebody needs this strength and this power, and I'm going to give it to them. I don't got time to think about what happened last week, last night, today, on, on the way to work or church when people cut me off. I ain't got time for that because this is serious. We are not doing casual Christianity. We are not doing church as usual. We are not going to keep sitting here thinking, I'm going to take the Bible this part. 
part and not this part. We're going to take the whole Bible and what he says for us to do. And he says, you are to cast out devils. You are to lay hands on the sick. You are the one that's supposed to do it. You have a responsibility. Don't maybe get up here next week saying, who cast out devils? Come on, Jesus. No more I'm coming to church because it's my duty. I got to come on Sunday. It's my duty. A lot of us don't even come on Wednesday. That's another story. I'm not going to get on you. <laughs> Bless the Lord of all my soul. Bless his holy name. Jesus. Just do you. No judgment. We get it. Life happens. People happen. But I'm telling you, it's so the word is so powerful. It changes lives. And then we wonder sometimes why we're in the same situation because we're not allowing the, the, the word to come and really saturate our whole life in every area. Let's go to Colossians. Just about done. Y'all okay? I love y'all too much to stay the same. I love y'all too much to just think that everything's all peaches and cream and everything's lovely because you're having a great time. No, we, we, we're serious. I'm assaulting on the enemy. Yes, he's already defeated. He is. But I am assaulting him because I care so much about you. I'm taking ground for you, for my family, for the body of Christ. We're getting our voice back. And it's not timid and shy with our tail between the legs, allowing it to happen anymore. I'm not allowing people just to say whatever they want about, about Christianity or about Jesus. I said that before the Lord showed me because I asked him, what is that? And it's then because Christianity, we're the only one to have a, live, a living God. That's why the enemy wants to assault us so bad. He don't talk about Muslims or anything because he knows we have the living God. So let me make them look like they're idiots and stupid and all this stuff. But no, he's the only living one. Buddha dead. Muhammad dead. All the Hindu guys, they are dead. Only one living that's sitting on the right hand is Jesus. Colossians 1, verse 8. Also, he has informed us. You see how I go calm when I start reading? First, I'm yelling. Then I'm like, also, he has informed us of your love and the Holy Spirit. For this reason, we also, from the day we heard of it, have not ceased to pray and make special requests for you, asking that you may be filled with the full, deep, and clear knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God and an understanding and discernment of spiritual things. Verse 10, that you may walk, live, and conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing in him and desiring to please him in all things, bearing fruit in every good work and steadily growing and increasing in and by the knowledge of God with full deeper and clearer insight acquaintance and recognition hallelujah we pray that you may be invigorated and strengthened with all power according to the might of his glory to exercise every kind of endurance and patience perseverance and forbearance with joy giving thanks to the father who has qualified and made us fit to share the portion in which is inheritance of the saints god's holy people in the light the Father has delivered and drawn us to himself out of the control and the dominion of darkness and has transferred us into the kingdom of the son of his love. Thank you, Jesus. You need to walk in the fullness of God's calling in your life. Walk in the fullness of your destiny. And here's a big one. Stop apologizing for who you are. Stop apologizing for telling the truth to people because they get hurt. Even when they don't want to hear it, don't apologize. Stop apologizing for being, being anointed. I used to do that at first. Oh, I'm sorry I was like that. Oh, I, I didn't mean to say that. And, and I'm like, I'm done. I, I can't apologize. He, he made me say it. <laughs> he made me say it. 
listen, just remember, I just want to really stress it to remember that you are who God says you are. Period. So instead of doubting God and what he's saying, start doubting the enemy. You already know what fear says. We all lived it. We've done it. You already know what anxiety and depression says. We already done that. You already know what poverty says, but what does the word of God say? Y'all gonna help me finish this. He has not given your spirit of fear, but what? He, yes, he says to be anxious for nothing, but to what? Cast all your cares. He cares for you. Yes, the word says you are rich and every need shall be a supply according to the riches and glory. You don't go begging for bread. Never. Whatever the situation you are dealing with today, I'm telling you, it's going to help someone tomorrow. Your thing is only temporary. It's only temporary. You already got the victory over. So keep standing and speaking the word. God wants to show you in the mirror of who you are. But many of you keep looking in the rear view of your past. And you only supposed to use your past to really help somebody else, not to sit and stay in it. Because that's what the enemy wants to continue to do. He wants to throw your past up in your face. But you know what I do when he tries to throw my past up in my face? I go, oh, okay, let me reintroduce myself to you, devil. You know, I, I talk right back to him so he can get away. Because you know how Jesus had to talk back to him with the word when he was like, you should do this. So I talk right back to him and say, you're this. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to introduce you. Yeah, I, I may have been born to a daughter to some teen parents. My parents were 16 and 18. I get that. But you need to expand your definition of me, devil. Okay, some of you might have known me just as a Muslim. Yep, yep, my husband and I were Muslims for back in the day, and they try to throw that up, but you used to be a Muslim. But you know what, right now I'm not, and right now I found the right one, and I'm serving the right one, okay? Yep, you might have known me when I had dealt with rejection and self-pity. You might have known me when I dealt with that, but I'm not that anymore because the chains are broken. Hallelujah. You might have known me just as a homeschooling mom, a children's youth ministry leader. I get that. You might have known me for that, but I'm going to be all that God has called me to be. You know what, let me introduce myself again. I am the daughter of the king. Okay, I'm the daughter of the king. My name is anointed, appointed. Okay, that's my name. I'm an anointed, appointed vessel of the most high God. Allow me to introduce myself to you, devil. My, my life has been changed. It's been set free. I've been transformed. I'm not the woman you used to know. I'm not the woman you knew from last year, last month, last week, because I am changed because God has taken me from one level of glory to another. And you know what? Because he has set me free, baby, I'm going to set many people free because he has delivered me, baby. I'm going to get everybody else delivered because he has transform my life. I'm going to get other people's transformed life. If he's been so good to me, I'm not going to stop saying his name. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. You got something going on. You better say the name of Jesus because he's been too good. If he set you free and deliver you, you got to do the same for other people. Come on. I said Jesus. Jesus, the name that shatters every name. Jesus, the name that breaks off devils. Jesus, the name that brings forth healing. Jesus, the name that gets forth your situations. The name of Jesus, there is nothing higher than his name. He is king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He is alpha and omega. He is everything that you need. He is the great I am. Can I hear you say Jesus? Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on. He's paid too high a price for any of us to sit here and be quiet. He's paid too high a price. I'm not going to allow his blood to go to waste in my life. I'm not going to allow his blood to go to waste in my children's life. I'm not going to allow his blood to go to waste in what he wants to do in my life or anybody else's. He paid too high a price. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. I'm 
I'm going to keep talking and preaching the kingdom. I am not stopping. I break it right now in Jesus' name. I break the lies of the enemy off of this body and anybody in here. I break it right now in Jesus' name. Hey, ha, ha, say. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Coming for you, devil. I'm done with you. I'm done with playing with you. I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back for you. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Woo, woo. What you got, people want. What you got, people want. They don't want no stale religion. They don't want no dead God. They want what you have. Something living on the inside of you. Something flowing on the inside of you. They know there's truth in you. They know that you got something that can change their life. It's something. It's in the inside of you. You got to tell them who it is. It's Jesus. Stop holding back. Stop holding back. Stop thinking you ain't good enough. Stop thinking you're too old. Stop thinking you're not ready. Stop thinking you don't have the money. Stop thinking God ain't chose you. He did. Come on. His name is Jesus. We're not going to talk the talk anymore. We're going to walk the walk. I don't got to say, I'm going to walk and you're going to say that's Jesus. And that's the same for you. Come on. Community needs you. They need you. They need you. People need you. They need your call. They need the anointing on your life. They need what you have. We were in St. Augustine and me and my daughters are walking. We have on little white sundresses. Nothing spectacular. Walking. We're laughing. We're walking. People we don't know, honking, you guys look lovely. Beep, beep. Oh, my gosh, you're beautiful. Uh, okay, where are you guys going? I mean, people, because you know what? It's God in us. They don't know. We're just in sundresses. I had a lady, homeless lady, who followed us. I saw her over there, but we just kept walking. Because, you know, she was, in, she was on a bike or something. We go. This lady came in with a bouquet of flowers. That I know she took from someone's yard. Bless her, Jesus. <laughs> beautiful bouquet. Came in the place. Hi. I'm so sorry about it. I just had to find you guys. And I just want to bring, because there's something about you guys. I don't know. It just, I just feel like something beautiful needs something beautiful. And I just, and I'm like, oh, thank you. Then when she left, I went, I probably should have gave her money. But you're not thinking it because she just came. But they know they're so hungry for God. They don't even know. And they need you. And before that lady got, I should have grabbed her and said, come back here, lady. Let me get you. <laughs> Let me get you, lady. Give her something that she can take with her. Because like Peter and I'm saying, money I have now, silver and gold I have. But what I have, I'm going to give to you. Huh? Thank you, Jesus. You're not a question mark, people of God. You're an exclamation point. You're big. You're big. Huh? You spiritual snipers. God showed me. I wrote it down. Spiritual snipers. You don't run from a fight, baby. You stand flat-footed in it. You're like, I'm standing right here in it. I'm a spiritual sniper. Where you got me going today, God? Who you got me speaking to? You just going, dee 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 that one. And you get them. Thank you. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. It's not just in the word. You got to believe it when you say it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You got the same mission to accomplish what you're supposed to do. Your position might have changed, but you got the same mission, baby. I'm telling you. Thank you, Lord. So let's go with boldness. No more baby Elmo church. We ain't doing baby Elmo. Don't tickle me, Elmo. 
chicklin ain't getting me anywhere. I need a word of God. I need some power. I need the glory. I need the anointing. No more lukewarm. No more excuses why you're not doing what God has called you to do. There's no excuse. When God has said, I've given you everything you need, everything you need. When he says, I've given you all, what do you think that means? Everything. Let me tell you. As the word just said, I just read Colossians. He says we have to um, be faithful and fruitful in every good work and increase because he is coming back. He is coming back, but he's not coming back just as a savior, Jesus. He died as a savior, Jesus, but he rose as the king, Jesus. Huh? He rose as the king and he's seated on the right hand of the father. And let me tell you, he is coming back on a war horse, people of God. He's coming back on a war horse. He's going to do some business. See, the enemy already know he lost. He already know he lost. But when Jesus come back on that war horse, he got a name written on his thigh. And it says, Lord of Lords, King of Kings. And that's the sin. So what you waiting on? The bet is still on. Stay the course, people of God. The dream is still going to come to pass. The word was not wrong. So you got to rise up. Rise up. And go for it. Because like I said, we've been quiet too long. It's time for the body of Christ to use our voice. It's a roaring lion. And you know when a lion starts roaring, people start scattering. The enemy starts scattering. But once you start using your voice to roar for King Jesus, they can't do anything but scatter. They're going to start telling on themselves. And we're just going to sit back and watch. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. the key.